Hello, welcome to episode 15 of the Bewildered Dad Podcast. I know that at least one person was disappointed that the last episode was just a clip show, um, but it was much easier for me to do. I have no excuses other than that. So there we go. Anyway, on this one, we're talking Elsa's new favourite word, the man who has gone viral by telling the truth as he sees it and how to pick your lottery numbers if you've got a child. But first of all, let's start off with the bewildered dad news. Parents have been encouraged to download this new free app that checks the sugar content of food that they're giving to their kids. It's called the Sugar Smart app, and it's part of Change for Life, this marketing push by Public Health England. This already sounds like layers upon layers upon layers of administration, doesn't it? Uh, It's aimed at combating type 2 diabetes and tooth decay, whilst prompting mums and dads to look for healthier alternatives to the food they currently serve up. So what you do, you get it. You scan barcodes and it goes, this is how much sugar there is in grams and in sugar cubes as well, the equivalent. And what it wants to do is highlight hidden sugar in everyday foods, helping towards the average uh, four to 10 year old apparently imbibing 22 kilograms of the sweet stuff every year nowadays. So if we can get rid of those hidden foods, then they would probably not do that as much. I am just enjoying using it because I like being able to scan things. That's why I use the self-checkout at the supermarket. That's why we're when we were doing our wedding list, I enjoyed running around the department store going, boo, I want that on my wedding list, even though it was something I would never want. But I just liked scanning it and then going and unscan, scan, unscan. A lot like I imagine Homer Simpson would do, really. Anyway, this I've downloaded this Sugar Smart app and it is pretty good. Loads of products that aren't in the database yet. It's only new, but it's easy to use, fairly simple to understand. I um, I scanned some Heinz Classic cream of chicken soup and apparently that has 1.2 sugar cubes in it 4.8 grams of total sugar now if i'm being honest not entirely sure whether that's a good or a bad thing but i guess the point is that you learn as you go along don't you um diet is really important kids seem naturally drawn to the bad stuff i thought that would be a peer pressure thing but no it just is that they like eating bad things and they don't like eating good things and i don't know why she's too young for for peer pressure my daughter elsa I mean, we give her quinoa, for goodness sake. So it's certainly not an influence from us. Anyway, um, I think they should release a salt version because levels of that are really high in kind of things like every middle-class child's favourite, hummus. I mean, she loves hummus. And so do a lot of kids I know because those are the circles we hang in. That's got a lot of salt in. So I'm not going to tell you how to parent, but I reckon it's a good idea to have the app, even if you do nothing about it. Um, I decided to be facetious. I know that's a surprise, isn't it? I scanned some sugar to see how much sugar there was in it. And I don't want to sound like a clickbait thing at the bottom of a news article, but I couldn't believe what I saw. It left me stunned. Yeah, apparently um, in Tesco dark brown soft unrefined cane sugar per 100 grams, there is 96.8 grams of sugar. Goodness knows what the other 3.2% is. In fact, I I just don't want to know, actually. 
This is the Bewildered Dad podcast, episode 15. I'm Jim. I am Bewildered Dad. There's more details on bewilderdad.com, facebook.com slash bewilderdad, twitter.com slash bewildered underscore dad, and a host of other ways to get in contact as well, including one social medium I will talk about in a little bit, all right? Now, I don't know if you've seen this. It's the Dad's Honest Fatherhood post. This bloke, he's from Sheffield, called Matt Coyne, 41, and his other half, Lindsay, they became parents to Charlie in September. And Matt, he doesn't have a blog or anything. He just wrote this all on Facebook and it has gone absolutely insane. Captured the imagination of the public. It's just his sort of musings on the first few months of the life of his child. Uh, He starts off expressing his horror at the labour, stating, in truth, it's the hardest thing about labour is that you see someone you love in excruciating pain. But then Linz did once make me sit through an episode of Downton Abbey, so you know, six of one, half a dozen of another. Um, He also adds, labour is like magic, but only in the way that it's best you don't know how it's done. Uh, He shares his favourite moments with the boy. Uh, Whether Linz likes it or not, holding the boy above your head while it's naked and singing The Circle of Life is funny and suggests that being a dad is better than completing the World Cup Panini sticker album, which he did in both 1986 and 1990. It's been shared by over 15,000 Facebook users, this post, and I'll put a link on the uh, podcast page of bewildereddad.com to uh, direct you to go and find it. It is very funny, it's very honest, it's very rude as well. If you don't like your swearing, then you might not want to have a look at it. But um, it's just an example of... You know, you see so much of a glamorised version of parenthood. I don't think it's necessarily as bad as he says. And he does go on towards the end to be quite kind of glowing and uh, it is quite a soft-hearted end. But uh, it is very funny. It's well worth having a look at. It'll take up 10 minutes of your time and you'll be pretty amused by it. So uh, have a look, bewildereddad.com. Go to the podcast episode page and I'll stick a link up to his rant there. This is Bewildered Dad, the podcast, episode 15. Not a clip show like last times was. I know it was lazy, but you know everyone's doing that at the start of the year, aren't they? Let's look back at 2015 so we don't have to think of new contact for 2016. So, Elsa, my daughter, she's two years old. I have in the past talked about the cute things that she says. She did mistake the word fluffy for the word funny for a while, so when he did something funny, she'd go, ah, ha, ha, fluffy, which was very cute. Also, she really wanted an orange scooter for Christmas, but she could only say orange instead of orange, which was also just horrifically cute almost but then she stopped saying that after christmas when i think we'd said the word orange scooter so many times she realized she'd got it wrong but she has a new one and this is to do with money in fact any amount of money is the same according to her okay so here's a little bit of documentary footage of me trying to find out how much money i have in my pocket elsa here we go how much money is here um 40 pounds Yes, every amount of money is £40. I did not have £40 in my pocket, certainly not. You know, I'm not that kind of flush type of person who walks around with 40 quid on him all the time, but it works with anything. You know, I'll put two pennies down on the table and I'll ask her how much is there and she'll say... £40. Like, just any amount of money in a shop. You'll go, how much change did we get there, Elsa? And she'll say... £40. Because apparently that is just a catch-all term for money, which is very cute. 
And sometimes, if you say, Elsa, how much change should we have? And she says, £40. And you can look at the shopkeeper and just go, well, she said it, so are you going to deny a two-year-old? Look at those eyes. Yes, I'll have that money, please. Though, uh, it hasn't worked yet. No one has given me £40 unnecessarily in change yet. But you know what? It could happen anytime soon. Episode 15 of the Bewildered Dad podcast. I'm Jim. I'm trying to make an assault on... I was going to say all of the senses, but touch and taste, that makes it a bit weird. Let's say most of the senses. Do the, the blog. You can read the blog posts. I do the podcast. You can hear those. I would like to go and let you view my YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash bewilderdad. Go and have a look. There's loads of silly, fun stuff there. I think you might enjoy it. If you subscribe to me... I'll subscribe to you if you've got a YouTube channel. How does that sound? Yeah, mutually beneficial. That's the way this world works. Let's grease each other's palms and stuff like that. Oh, no, we're getting onto the touch stuff again, which I really should get away from. But, yeah, there'll be a link on the podcast episode page, so just click through, have a look at some of my videos, subscribe, and, as I say, I'll subscribe to you as well, and it'll be brilliant. We can all hold hands and skip off into the sunshine in a YouTube style. This is the Bewildered Dad podcast. Hello, I am Jim. And before I let you go, I want to make you some money, okay? Your millions is up to 68 million quid this week, and I think I can help you in it. If you've got kids, they can help you pick your numbers. You may have a system for picking your numbers, but it's not worked so far, has it? Because you're still picking them, you're still playing it. How about going by these categories in order to choose your euro millions line and win yourself that 68 million quid bounty i'll tell you what this is as good or as bad as any other way of doing it isn't it so for your main numbers i think you need to use the number of songs in the children's category on itunes the number of pens left after a day of fun with their lids off the number of bricks in a tower that you can build before it gets destroyed or pushed over by said child the number of different coloured bits of Play-Doh stuck together because they never stay separate. If you've managed to keep those separate in your house, you are the neatest person in the world. You are Kim and Aggie added together and mixed up like some Play-Doh in everyone else's house gets mixed up. And the number of minutes it takes to put them to sleep in an evening. That could vary wildly, but on the day of the draw, it could help you win this cash. Uh, they're the main numbers. You have five main numbers in your millions and two lucky stars, which you get from the number of cuddly toys in your living room and the number of kids' pictures hanging on your kitchen wall. Now, the lucky stars only go up to 11. If you've got more than 11 kids' pictures hanging on your kitchen wall, you've got a big enough kitchen to not have to win the Euro Millions, OK? So there you go. That is how you can pick those numbers and how you could win this week on Euro Millions. Thank you very much for listening to the Bewildered Dad podcast. Make sure you subscribe to this, leave a review if you can, and also check out bewilderdad.com and the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash bewilderdad. Is that enough mixed messages to get into the last bit? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs>